from Tibidabo. This is the Rorschach Lebanon update from the 31st of January 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Lebanon. On the 4th of August 2020, one of history's biggest non-nuclear explosions destroyed most of Beirut port and the surrounding areas, killing more than 200 people and injuring over 6,500 others. The authorities said the blast was caused by a fire in a warehouse where a vast stockpile of the industrial chemical ammonium nitrate had been haphazardly stored for years. Lead investigator into the Beirut port blast, Judge Tarek Bitar, resumed work on Monday, the 30th, over a year after political pressure brought the investigation to a halt. In February 2021, Bitar's predecessor as lead judge was removed from the case after he had charged high-level politicians. Parliament has refused to lift immunity granted to lawmakers, and Bitar's requested to interrogate top security officials have been turned down. Hussein Khalil, the political advisor of Hezbollah chief Sayyid Hassan Nasrallah, has told reporters that Judge Tarek Bitar's investigation was a, quote, black stain, end of quote, on Lebanon's justice. Meanwhile, Bitar decided to release five people who had been detained for more than two years. They include former customs chief Shafiq Murray, Sami Hussein, the head of board's operations at the time of the blast, and a Syrian worker. Twelve people will remain in custody, including the head of the board of authority and the head of the Lebanese customs at the time of the blast. The move by Bitar came after the protesting of family members in Beirut demanding all 17 be set free. Moving on, Hezbollah and the Amal movement are willing to push for Suleiman Frangia's election as president with 65 votes even if he does not win the support of any of the two main Christian blocs, the Free Patriotic Movement, or FPM, and the Lebanese forces. MP Ali Khalil said that, quote, If Suleiman Frangia gathers 65 votes without the two Christian blocs, we will push for his election, as our priority is consensus. But when the battle becomes a battle of numbers, each side would do what its interest dictates. End of quote. The FPM and Hezbollah met on Wednesday, the 25th of January, which has broken the ice between the two parties, but it has failed to bring the relation back to what it was. The talks have failed to reach a solution, as Free Patriotic Movement Chief Basil insisted on refusing to elect Hezbollah's presidential candidate, Suleiman Frangie, blaming Hezbollah for attending two cabinet sessions boycotted by the FPM. Basil added that Hezbollah's participation in any upcoming session would exacerbate the problem between the two parties. Jebran Basil announced on Sunday, the 29th of January, that he might nominate himself for presidency, should the other parties reject two FPM proposals for consensus. The FPM chief also revealed that his movement was devised a, quote, preliminary draft, end of quote, containing the names of several potential presidential candidates. Basil said that, quote, those candidates are better than the proposed ones, end of quote. Basil also added that, quote, should the first and second endeavors fail and our stances be considered as resulting from weakness rather than their keenness, I will seriously think of running for president regardless of loss or win, so that we at least preserve the principle of legitimate representation, end of quote. Moving on. Maratha leader Chief Suleiman Frangie met on Thursday, the 26th of January, with Maronite Patriarch Bashara al-Rahi in Bekerki. He said that he is not, quote, Hezbollah's candidate, end of quote, but rather a consensual candidate. 
he added that he would accept to be elected with 65 votes and that he would announce his candidacy once he senses that he can secure enough votes. On another note, on Wednesday, the 25th of January, the U.S. ambassador said that the United States is rerouting $72 million of America's assistance to Lebanon to help the country's cash-strapped government boost wages of its soldiers and police officers. Before the economic situation in Lebanon, an enlisted soldier earned the equivalent of about $800 a month, but that has now dropped to just over $100 due to the devaluation of the pound. A higher-ranking officer's monthly salary is now worth around $250. The U.S. State Department notified Congress last January of its intention to redirect the funds for military and police wages. However, the U.S. Ambassador to Lebanon, Dorothy Shea, announced that this is a one-time action. It will provide every Lebanese soldier and police officer with an extra $100 a month on top of their wages for the next six months. Shea, meanwhile, renewed calls for the Lebanese government to end the ongoing political paralysis and implement economic reforms that Lebanon has agreed to with the International Monetary Fund. In other news, Lebanon, two international oil giants and state-owned oil, and gas company Qatar Energy signed an agreement on Sunday, the 29th of January, for the Qatari firm to join a consortium that will search for gas in a Mediterranean sea off Lebanon's coast. The deal inked in Beirut brings Qatar into Lebanon's gas exploration market three months after Lebanon and Israel signed a U.S.-mediated maritime border agreement, ending a years-long dispute. Qatar Energy is replacing a Russian company that withdrew from the Lebanese market in September. Cash-strapped Lebanon hopes that future gas discoveries will help this small Mideast nation pull itself out of the worst economic and financial crisis in the country's modern history. Moving on, the agenda of the upcoming Paris meeting on Lebanon has changed, and it might last for more than one day if it's necessary. Al-Nahar newspaper said that, quote, the countries that will take part in the Paris meeting know that they cannot devise a comprehensive solution plan for the Lebanese situation without agreeing with Iran, which is something that will happen after the meeting, knowing that there are contacts with Tehran that are being conducted by Qatar in order to reach an agreement over Lebanon. End of quote. Qatar will continue the contacts with Iran and Hezbollah to reach an agreement over the Lebanese files, especially the new president, knowing that the Paris meeting will not tackle names of candidates. The Lebanese pound slided once more as the dollar went up 20,000 Lebanese liras. Last week, the dollar was equal to 48,000 Lebanese lira pounds. In the same week, it went up to 63,000. This week, it settled on 58,000 Lebanese lira pounds. Protesters blocked roads in front of the central bank in Hamra and in other regions inside and outside the capital to voice anger over the weekend's Lebanese pound. In 2019, the currency has lost more than 95% of its value and much of the population has been plunged into poverty. To end this update, we've got a book recommendation for you. Lebanon Adrift, From Battleground to Playground, by Samir Kalaf. The title, Lebanon Adrift, perfectly grasps how this open, cosmopolitan society is trying to navigate amid political uncertainties, interim prime ministers, presidential vacancies, and political vacuum became the norm. 
implausible political alliances get hastily formed to solve the government crisis that does not last, and parties often change sides. Lebanon built up an image in the 1950s and 60s as the party capital of the Middle East, the shopping, fashion, and financial center. But the deeply entrenched sectarian rivalry among Maronites, Shias, Muslims, and Druze is a hotbed for corruption. The book touches on several aspects of the Lebanese mentality and the lack of political stability. The assassination of Prime Minister Rafik Hadidi in 2005 was one of the series of politically motivated killings, and the truth is still not known. The book reveals the interesting socioeconomic and psychological attitude of a society that lived the highest and lowest point possible and is still trying to find its identity. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Menschufkun! Menschufkun!